Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders, at ucsonline.org. Today is Wednesday. It's the 15th of February. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Governor Kim Reynolds is asking lawmakers to pass a bill that would forbid state agencies or pension funds from doing business with investment firms that boycott gunmakers or the fossil fuel industry. Molly Severn is one of the governor's aides. An unfortunate trend has emerged among prominent investment firms that prioritize political agendas and woke ideology above their clients' returns. Environmental, social, and governance, or ESG, um, practices are not only legally suspect, they are financially reckless. Similar bills are being considered in other states as Republicans criticize firms making investment decisions based on the way a business approaches issues like climate change. However, Republican lawmakers in Mississippi recently rejected the plan. The bill there, just like the one Iowa's governor has proposed, would require publication of a list of financial institutions the state is not to do business with because of its investment policies. Iowa workers would have the burden of proving their employer violated the state's drug testing laws under a bill advancing in the Iowa Senate. IPR's Katerina Sestarek has more from the State House. Under current law, an employer that's accused of improperly administering a drug test has to prove in court that they're innocent. But a bill approved by a Senate panel would shift the burden of proof to the employee. They'd have to prove their boss's violation of Iowa's drug testing laws directly caused their firing or other consequences. J.D. Davis with the Iowa Association of Business and Industry supports the bill. So what this does is flip it back to the way we kind of normally understand jurisprudence that if you're going to make an allegation, you have to prove your allegation. Labor unions say they're concerned about the change because it would be difficult for a low-level employee to obtain evidence from the employer that conducted the drug test. A study done for the ethanol industry predicts dire consequences if carbon dioxide pipelines don't go forward in Iowa but do in other states. We learn those details from IPR's Katie Pikus. The study by Decision Innovation Solutions says the ethanol industry is incentivized by tax credits to capture and store carbon. If Iowa ethanol plants aren't able to access pipelines, they won't get those tax credits and the industry could shrink by 75 percent by 2030. The report's author, Dave Miller, says those tax credits could be worth more than $2 billion a year. That kind of uh, income flow would uh, stimulate substantial economic activity within the state. But the study says without access to carbon pipelines, Iowa ethanol plants would close and the state's ethanol industry would lose more than $10 billion a year. An environmentalist with the Iowa chapter of the Sierra Club called the results of the study scare tactics. The University of Iowa will ask the Board of Regents to approve a plan to build a new dorm and sell one that it currently owns. The five-year plan includes building a new residence hall that would accommodate 250 to 400 students and is estimated to cost between 40 and $60 million. The plan calls for funding some of the cost of the new dorm by selling the Mayflower Residence Hall. And we have more details on Kirkwood Community College in Cedar Rapids' decision to close two programs and downside a third. They'll also lay off 28 full and part-time workers. Both the Dental Technology and the Energy Production and Distribution Technologies program were cut due to low enrollment. It will also eliminate the college's behind-the-wheel portion of its Class A commercial driving license program. 
Kirkwood President Lori Sundberg says these decisions aren't made easily. Um, if it's been um, pretty flat for some period of time and there are high costs associated with this, it, it kind of tells us that, you know, the, the demand is not as strong. Last year, Kirkwood closed its Bell Plain and Tipton facilities, and it's consolidating the Johnson County and Iowa City campuses. This is Here First from IPR News. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.